Engagement in action. As young people, we have a role. We are the future. <laughs> what am I doing as a young person to contribute? Discovering the relationships between Rose University and the communities that surround it. I think that every academic should be engaged. It's not only a language for certain people. This time, Dr. Nosipiwe Nwala and the children of the soil. My name is Nosipiwe Nwala. I'm a senior lecturer in the pharmacy department. I teach microbiology, um, first year pharmaceutical biochemistry and pharmaceutical micro, which then fits to pharmacology. The interviewer is Jane Morgan. They call me Dr. Nossi. I'm from the Children of the Soil. We are happy to be here with you guys. Children of the Soil is a non-profit organization. It's focusing on engaging kids and the community on resuscitating the environment, all the things that has to do with climate change. But our main strength is gardening. We're focusing more on including it in the curriculum. It must not just be about us going to the garden and, and planting with the students. So we actually talk to the teachers, oh, okay, what sort of assignments do you have this year? For example, they'll say, ah, we're doing photosynthesis. Then we'll take that photosynthesis and make sure that when we go to the garden, we sort of introduce the assignment so that by the time they do the assignment, they have something to submit. Okay, so what is Children of the Soil? Yes, I see a lot of hands. Yes. Yeah. So the kids, they, they don't uh, plant because they say there are no gardens. But now we have things like permaculture, where you can plant on your tire, you, you can recycle and make your own small garden at home. So we try to encourage kids at, at a very early age, like we'll use our slogan, catch them young. So if they make themselves dirty now at the early stage, by the time they grow up, they will need to know that you need to grow your own food. Okay, so basically we are here to talk to you about climate change, environment, food security, and... For me, it's all about helping the community. Like for example, I was working on Alzheimer's during my master's, and then I felt like, yo, when is this thing going to get to my people and who am I going to be serving with this project? Let's say, yes, we make it, we have a breakthrough, but who are my beneficiaries at the end of the day? Because we are raised in a way that whatever you do, you're doing it for your people, for your community, to empower the, the village or the community that you live in. As young people, we have a role, we are the future. <laughs> So I said that, okay, what am I doing as a young person to contribute? And also there is this organization, Activate Innovation Leadership for Youth. So being part of Activate sort of ignited some passion about my community. And it made me to realize things that I did not know. I did not care about going to the municipality and finding their development plan and what are the things that they want to do in the next five years, what are the challenges, besides just being a citizen who is just sitting there and expecting the municipality or the government to deliver. But then activate sort of like gave us assignment that go to, the, to your municipality, find out what is it that people do. 
are suffering from? What is the need? What is their financial plan? What is their infrastructure look like? And how can they empower themselves? And that actually exposed a lot of things. I started realizing that actually the community members are the change drivers themselves. So when it rains, what do we get? Water. When I was a young person without joining Activate, I was a typical academic, typical scientist, I wanted to be in the lab, excited about microorganisms, you know. But then when I went out there, I saw the opportunity, which is something that I did not have an idea. I can now understand why your areas of academic study shifted and you started looking at, for instance, water purification and that kind of thing. That, for a lot of people, would be maybe enough. You know, you are making a difference through your science, through your work. You're going to make a big difference to communities. What made you decide that you needed to do more and to start Children of the Soil? Okay, so when I came to Rhodes, I was a student. I joined the student volunteer program. During that time, there was no organization that was talking about environment. And yet, the, the environment or climate change is the issue. It drives the, the economy, <laughs> the energy, the health. It involves, like, it is entangled in all of these things that we, we can cl claim that we are doing. If you're talking about education, but for education to happen, you need to talk about water, you need to talk about food, you need to talk about nutrition, health, and all those kind of things. So, um, I then identified the gap that actually we have lots of dumping sites. So I started Children of the Soil as um, we were just helping out with my friends. We will go to the school, clean it. But now when we are going to the municipality to say, oh, we need this and this and this for funding so that we can go and clean, so that we can go and plant. But they're like, then who are you? We are just a group of students from Rhodes University. But then when we pay the money, we need to pay the money to an account. And that's when I was like, okay, then if I need to open an organization, so why not? And then that's how Children of the Soil was born. So, Natalie, over to you. Um, hi, guys. My name is Natalie. I'm also a part of the Children of the Soil. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Tawanda Shumba. Uh, I'm from Zimbabwe and I recently joined Children of the Soil. Okay, so what is... The children are so excited. They are so excited to go to the garden. Sometimes we find them in the garden already because we get late. I use my car sometimes for transport, to transport volunteers. So we'll get there maybe 10 minutes late and then we'll find them in the garden already. Are you hoping maybe that perhaps you'll ignite a flame of scientific interest in some of the kids that you... Talking to. Yes, yes. Um, obviously, I'm a scientist, <laughs> so I'll always have a scientific influence. And for example, for Science Expo, so we have worked with some of them, helping them out for, for the competitions. And some of them, they actually made it to the semi-finals, which was quite exciting. And that was through exposure to... Yes, through children of the soil. I was also reading about that you, you do use lots of different methods to get the kids excited about things. Things yeah. like puppet shows yes. and drama, that you have debates, that if kind of thing. If you work with kids, you need to make them excited. And when you're a scientist, you have objectives. 
So if we are, we are we are saying, oh, let's use paper mache and recycle, but then at the same time they are learning how to recycle, but you also want them to communicate their science, and then some of them may not be able to to, to communicate it properly. But if they are using puppets, they'll say, no, it was not me, it was a puppet, and at the same time they are they are voicing out their opinions. Do you think that some of them try and influence their parents and how their parents live their lives? Yes, they do. And when I meet them on the street, they're like, Hey, Mama, do you still remember our cabbage? And, and the mother will be like, Oh, you're the one that um, gave them the cabbage. I'll be like, No, I didn't give them the cabbage. They are the ones who planted the cabbage. So to me, those things, they make me feel that... Actually, these kids are communicating a message to their parents. Do you think it's something that every academic should consider? Because you are unusual in the amount of community engagement that you do over and above the work that you do, which is already impacting on on life. Do you think that actually it's part of one's academic kind of duty to have that level of engagement? Anyone who is an academic, they should have engaged research. Because at the end of the day, who are you doing this research for? That is my question. That even if I'm teaching pharmacists, who am I teaching these pharmacists for? Whether they are in a private hospital or at clinics or in a public hospital, at the end of the day, they are going to be with the community. So even your teaching should be influenced by the community that you're in, especially in the higher education. I mean, the whole world looks up at the higher education institution. So they must take leadership. So it would be nice if every academic, and I know that some people wouldn't agree with me, but I think that every academic should be engaged, should be involved. It's not only a language for certain people. Don't we know that Grahamstown is running out of water? Oh, our dam, our dam is sitting at what percentage? No, you you said there's someone who knows exactly what's the percentage. What are we sitting at? Do you think you're inspired by the fact that you come from a community that's not your average middle class moneyed background that a lot of academics do come from? You are in fact dealing with communities that are very familiar to you. I would say that my background influences what I do. I don't find anything exciting if. You are going to come and tell me that, oh, I'm doing this research on a snail. And I'm hungry. I need water. I need food. And at the end of the day, as much as I can be a good researcher here at Rhodes, when it's holidays, I have to go home to my rural area to see my parents, to see my family. And that is actually going to hit me because I'm busy here doing research on snails. And then at home, people don't have water. At home, people don't have food. So why can't I use this opportunity to better my community? I'm not saying that people must not do research on things that they are passionate about. But I'm trying to emphasize the point that your background influences what you think. But it does not necessarily mean that you cannot change. Right? So all those kind of things, who you are, actually defines what you do. Your childhood was not an easy one, as far as I understand it, and you had siblings to look after. How do you find enough energy and room in in that kind of life to say, right, actually, as well as all this, 
I'm, I'm going to achieve academically, I'm going to... I know. think for me it's the support that comes from people. I mean the people that you associate with. So I also look back and, uh, and ask myself, oh my gosh, how did I do it? Because um, I wouldn't imagine anyone to have to take that responsibility. But um, the community, I'll keep on re referring to having a community it's 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 really amazing and that that is what makes me proud as an african is that your problem is just not your problem it's everyone's problem i i did not do those things on my own even coming to university i i always tell people that for me to go to the university it was my family my community members people who met me on the street oh you're not going to school no, I don't have money to go to varsity. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, we can't have you staying here. Here is the thousand rand. I don't know where you'll get the other money. But that's what happens. The people that you live with. And, and um, that's what makes me proud of South Africa. Let's say there's a lot of pain. What happened? The aims for Children of the Soil is that we make sure that all the schools should have gardens. And if we are able to push the government, all this should be integrated into the curriculum. The community must have a garden. All the community members must be the ones that grow their own food. And also, the climate change must be everyone's problem. And then, of course, we are hoping to have more students interested in science. One of the things I've heard, I've read you talk about a lot is young people being drivers of change. Why do you see that to be the case? For example, the volunteers at Roots, if I receive students to work with me, I want them to take leadership. I want them to, this is an NPO, it's not like I'm benefiting anything from it. So I tell them after the training, I also give them a training that this is your baby as well. You are deciding to be part of this family. So you decide what are you going to do. And then in that way, you make them to take leadership. And also you, you give them ideas that, okay, if you were the one that is leading this organization, what sort of projects that you can come up with? And that way also you keep the organization young. And it's actually exciting that they become student leaders. And we have similar organization in Tanzania. And that student was one of the uh, children of the soil. In Namibia, we have a similar organization. They call themselves the babies of children of the soil. We collaborate. So it's so nice that they just come because they are interested in garden, but when they leave, they want to go back to their communities and start those things. Do you see your work with Children of the Soil and your work here as an academic in the pharmacy department, do you see a link between yes, them? Yes, I see the link because we are talking about environmental health. Like, for example, in my, in my PhD, we developed a, a wastewater treatment system. We are talking about the water that is running out, of, of which we, even at Children of the Soil we have Water Week, where we're talking about saving water. 
it's very much integrated because we're doing chemistry, we're doing biotechnology, we're talking about sanitation at the same time. And you can't talk about food without talking about nutrition. Can't talk about nutrition without talking about health, economy, and versus energy. So you, those things, you can't have one. And you can't have one conversation about it because somewhere, somehow, they are interlinked. Our research is that you must work in the lab, but also you have to go out. All our projects, I don't remember even one project that we have that is only in the lab. Community engagement is, is, is what you do. It's, we, we all breathe the same air. So at the end of the day, we should all benefit from this. hear other podcasts in this series, search for Engagement in Action on iTunes or go to ru.ac.za forward slash community engagement.